Hello, everyone. On this expert episode of Mastering the Podcaster Mindset, we get to meet with expert podcaster Aaron Ramsey of You're Such a Catch podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. We are speaking to the fantastic Aaron Ramsey, who is the host of the You're Such a Catch podcast. She's already in her third season. She's an expert, experienced podcaster, and we are so excited to share with you guys some of her insights on her podcasting journey. Welcome, Erin. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much mm-hmm. for having me. Yay. Glad you're here. <laughs> Yay. Yay. That's <laughs> we love it. So I have to ask you, I'm going to jump right into it since we're mastering the podcaster mindset here. Aaron, what was your biggest mindset challenge that you had to overcome when you were launching your show or growing your show? Mm. So I would say the biggest obstacle that I had to overcome was really just being okay with hearing my voice back. Mm. I went from being (laughs) the person who, you know how there used to be that option when you left somebody a voicemail and it'd be like, would you like to replay this message? And then you would and it'd say like, do you want to record this message? And every single time I was like, of course I do. I sound super annoying (laughs) or, you know, whatever. (laughs) You just don't like to hear your voice back. Mm -hmm. And so it took a lot to be okay with, okay, other people identify with my voice. They think I have a soothing voice. I'm like, really? You know, it's funny. Um, and, and just being okay with hearing yourself. And I think that my subject matter is very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So that was like this other caveat. So there are some episodes that I have that are tougher to listen back to than others. But at the end of the day, what I decided is, If I'm helping somebody through sharing my voice and my story, even if it doesn't sound like the prettiest voice out there to me, I'm doing good and putting good back into the world by helping others. And that to me trumps all the other things, all the other insecurities. That's huge. That right there is so big because you're... The the ego part is the, oh, my voice, oh, blah, 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 you know, and but you're saying, nope, no, this is really about how am I helping people. Right. And that's just so powerful. And you do, you make such mm-hmm. a difference with your podcast. I like to talk about Erin as she's like the really cool, modern Carrie Bradshaw. I, I do. I feel like when I listen to you that I'm, I'm listening to like a really cool, um, reboot of Sex in the City. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I've heard multiple the, people say that. And just like that version. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's the ultimate compliment. I really yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. So that's definitely, um, what you just said is definitely mindset. hundred mm-hmm. um, <clears> percent. <throat> speaking of mindset, curious about how your uh, mindset shifted. Uh, you. It seems like you've almost done a little bit of a pivot 
perhaps mm-hmm. with your podcast going into season three. I noticed all of your like titles start with I claim, right? You've mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you're claiming back something. What is it that you're claiming back? What, um, how is it that you created that, that pivot in your podcast? Yeah. So David, it's interesting because when I started this journey, I didn't really have a roadmap or any structure. I mean, I didn't even know what a podcast was, to be (laughs) honest. Um, You know, I was learning from the ground up. So I kind of started off with obviously introducing myself and kind of telling my story. And then I realized, well, you know, that's great, but what can I do to contribute and to help others? And so as I was kind of figuring out what my niche was going to be and finding my own structure kind of as it came to me based upon feedback I was getting in, um, you know, just questions people were asking. I was having a lot of dating experts, a lot of relationship, you know, experts on. And that was great. And and I loved that. And I felt like I learned a lot. And then, you know, I kind of also would weave in stories from my dating life and um, kind of what was happening in the world of Aaron. And then I kind of got to this point where I had an Oprah aha moment, literally, that all of this work and all these things I was trying to share were all outside of me. And what I needed to do was turn inward and really focus on self-love. And so it felt disingenuous to keep going with these outward things until my audience and I master the internal work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with mindset, I also am a big um, believer in manifestation and I've been, you know, studying and really pouring myself into, you know, like attracts like and and what that looks like. And also sometimes I, th- I think we've all, I mean, we've all discussed this kind of personally as well as sometimes we just have to claim it for mm-hmm. ourselves, right? Like right. why do we think we're undeserving or why do we think that, you know, Susie deserves love, but Aaron doesn't. And so I think that's kind of how the claim series was born. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, you know, I found people or people have naturally kind of been attracted to me for these different topics. You know, like obviously, Tiffany, you were a guest and that lended mm-hmm. itself beautifully. Mm. Um, but the interesting thing is, and this happened on Tiffany's episode too, is no matter what we're claiming, every single episode has been full of this overarching message of this self-love piece. Yes. And it's right. not intentional. You know, none of my conversations are are scripted. They're all very raw. I don't, you know, give questions or anything prior. So it's a very natural dialogue, but all of them, you know, have this beautiful theme of self-love that even if I try to orchestrate it, I couldn't have done it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. But you know, That's it's funny. it's been beautiful. And and who knows where it goes from here. Yeah. Um, you know, I just kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of let it dictate itself. So is it is this part of your business or is it uh just something you do as a passion project? Great question. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, well. I mean, I will say it started off completely as a passion project. I had no real intentions of, um, you know, creating a business from it. But then, you know, the pandemic hit and I, you know, was laid off from my corporate job. And I thought to myself after kind of reading back what my five-year plan was in the podcast and this, you know, theme of helping women, women and men, but primarily I feel like my audience is women, um, 
was there in in that, you know, five-year plan for myself. And so here I am and I am trying to, you know, create this business and this community around it. And what I will say is I did a couple focus groups with um, members from my audience mm-hmm. after, um, you know, losing my job, just, just around different themes, right? And everybody kept saying, why don't you be a relationship coach? Why don't you do coaching? Why, <laughs> you know, all these different, and it, it like literally gave me a visceral reaction awesome. that I was like, Ugh, you know, <laughs> but what I found is the opposite, like helping somebody who is going through a difficult time or who needs help with their mindset or the self-love piece, coaching mm-hmm. them through that feels Really, I don't know if I can say fuck, but it feels really fucking good. It feels really freaking good. There you yeah. go. It feels really freaking good. And I don't there's just something so beautiful about watching somebody have a transformation. Mm-hmm. Right. And and watching them get it and watching them have that Oprah aha moment that I had myself that I mean, it's it's not even about the monetary exchange. It's it's about being a pivotal part of somebody's journey and really helping them love the person that they see in the mirror. Mm, yeah. Love that. That that is the powerful piece, right? That is mm-hmm. just it fills you up. You've got to do what fills you up. Yeah. And it just naturally that self-love and manifestation, it it's such a natural part of you mm. that that's a beautiful extension. Yeah. I love it. All right. So you mentioned that you had these focus groups with um, the people in your audience. So this lends it so beautifully to something that David and I are really focusing on right now, which is that mm-hmm. authentic connection with your audience, making it just creating that super powerful connected community. So what do you think the impact has been on your podcast being that you are so good with this connecting to your audience? And Mm. what are some of the things you've done to connect? Mm. So I think being uber vulnerable really helps um, because sometimes topics that I'm talking about other people may not talk about Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's a little taboo or forbidden and, um, or just almost uncomfortable. Right. And I think when those conversations occur, even if it's just me on a solo cast, it sparks something within somebody who might really be a stranger to me at first, but I feel like a friend to them. And if they choose to bridge that gap and reach out in any way, whether it be a, te- you know, what my, my cell phone number was online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, I'm really bad with technology, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I, I welcome it. But, you know, whether it be in text form, on social media, um, via email, whatever that looks like, I love that feedback and I treat those people you know, just as I would a friend and mm-hmm. take my time to reply. And I, I remember the very first email I ever got. Um, he's one of my OG podcasting friends to this day. He wrote me this really nice email. And at the time I had um, my, my You're Such a Catch email going to a different location. So I didn't see it for a couple of weeks. And then I got this, you know, first piece of feedback. And I was like, oh my gosh, this man took all this time to write me this message. And here I am responding a few weeks later, but it didn't matter because once I got it and I 
apply just as I would, like I'm saying, like, like he was my friend already. And now, I mean, we're, you know, inseparable. Um, but the vulnerability piece, when I'm sharing vulnerably, what I notice too is then people feel comfortable sharing back mm-hmm. vulnerably. And right. and so I have people just pouring out their hearts to me. And I take that with great responsibility because, you know, just as we've always either looked up to or felt connected with, you know, somebody we might not know, but we've heard or seen in a TV show or whatever the case may be. I want to treat that as if I was reaching out to somebody mm-hmm. who, um, you know, I wanted a response from. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, at this point in time, it's it's manageable. And I think, um, you know, what I'm really wanting right now that I'm exploring is creating like a small, intimate community, primarily of people probably who are listening to the podcast, but also want to kind of dive in and be vulnerable in, you know, this little setting. And I don't know what that looks like yet. I actually have a social media post that I'm getting ready to kind of <laughs> launch to to ask for feedback, you know, and, yeah. and see if there's there's a need or if it's just something that I feel. But typically when we're feeling something, somebody yep. else is. And, Other people and, are feeling the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that you said you're going to ask for feedback. That's one of our big things that we talk about. And we have 10 ways to authentically connect, right? And that's one Mm -hmm. of the really big ones. You ask for the feedback, you listen to the feedback, you reflect on the feedback, and you share the feedback Mm -hmm. with your audience, and then you act on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, the fact that you're doing that, it shows so much respect for your audience. Like that, an authentic connection takes respect, right? To say, I respect you, listener. Yeah. Well, I will be honest too. I mean, when people do take the time to listen, because as you guys know, and anybody who's listening to this, right? Like we're pouring our heart and our Mm -hmm. soul into these podcasts and, um, you know, it's it's a labor of love. It Mm -hmm. it truly is. is. And sometimes you get to a point where you're sitting behind the microphone and you're thinking, God, who am I talking to? Right? <laughs> who, who is listening? Who's out there listening? And then when somebody does like drop you yeah. a voice note or mm-hmm. let you know that that episode really impacted them or whatever the case may be, it's just such good, you know, fills your bucket validation that, okay, I'm yep. on the right path and, and I am doing this for a purpose. And I will tell you that some of my closest girlfriends, some of my closest friends in general, I have met solely because of this podcast, the podcast. And, and, yes. the, and the community. And yeah. I, have, I have yet to come across another podcaster who hasn't been super supportive, who mm-hmm. hasn't been like, oh, you're having trouble with that? Let me help you. Oh, you need help doing this? I got you. You yeah. know, check yeah. this out. Look at this forum. Read, you know, read this post. I mean, it is incredible. Yeah. And coming from the car industry... I love it. I That's love funny. it. It's, yeah. I like how you mentioned uh, friends so much in mm-hmm. what you just said, because for us, and it's, it's something that I like to use for when talking about uh, how to avoid podcast fade, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, if you look at your audience as your friends, uh, you wouldn't not pick up the phone and, and call a friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yes. if you just continue to pick up the phone, in other words, talk into your microphone and put it out there, mm-hmm. you're going to get past that point of needing to, of feeling like it's a chore, right? Yeah. Or, oh, mm-hmm. am I going to be able to do this? Where if, if you pick up the phone and you're calling a friend, it's, you don't even think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to call you. 
100% of the time, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. if you look at your audience and by getting the feedback that you're talking about um, and you see them as as truly as one of your friends, it does make a difference in your ability to continue. Definitely. Yeah. And, and to your point there, I think also it gives us as podcasters permission because sometimes we don't think our work is our best work. Right. And, and we do have weeks where, you know, maybe we're not, we're feeling a little under the weather. Maybe we're experiencing something that we don't feel, you know, comfortable sharing on the mic just yet, but, you right. know, we're trying to still show up and the show has to go on. Right. But I, I feel like what you just said in that scenario, I don't always show up as Aaron, you know, 100% to my friend group, right? But if I show up as Aaron 65% or 75%, they still accept me and love me and, you know, they're there for me. And so I think that treating your audience in creating like this community where you truly are friends really helps not just them, but like me, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because it gives me permission to go, okay, you know, in all other scenarios, I probably wouldn't you know, want to put this episode out there, but I will because my friends are showing that, you know, they're counting on me showing up at 4 p.m. on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) And when I don't show up at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, they're going to wonder what the heck happened. Yeah. Yeah. Is she okay? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) And a lot of times that showing up when you're not at your best is actually Mm. when people connect with you the most. Yep. True. Because there's so much of your guard you let down when you're just like, oh, you guys, this is, so hard right now. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they connect. Mm-hmm. They connect. Yeah. I so. wouldn't be surprised if you you find more connection with your audience now with your new season, how you're approaching it as far as revealing more of your inner self mm-hmm. uh, than you have in your previous seasons, yeah. just from that connection. I mean, it's like you put yourself out there and you're super vulnerable. And that's when people really start to see you as a person and not just a voice that they're listening to, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, gives them something to connect with, mm-hmm. which is going to make your bond stronger with the people that are listening to you. Yeah. And and on that as well, like, you know, what I what I just went through with my breakup, you know, and, and making a decision to leave my relationship that everybody watched, you know, all of it unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really felt compelled, and I think it's what's given me the strength to really just move forward is I'm on this podcast talking about self-love, self-worth, and, you know, I'm like standing at the mountaintop screaming it, right? So Mm -hmm. who would I be if I wasn't authentically living that myself? And I think like I truly am indebted for like (laughs) what this journey has given me because... um, Without that, without that piece and that accountability, it's like a natural accountability, you know, mm-hmm. but it, but it makes me not want to waver at all yeah. in my stance because I'm so passionate about it and right. I'm so passionate about, you know, my friends and listeners, you know, finding that for themselves as well. Mm. Yeah. So beautiful. So I good that you're that, seeing Aaron. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tiffany's going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to get in on great. the crying, crying. Sorry. <laughs> you're the biggest cry baby of all. I'm a, I'm a big cry baby. <laughs> so I think I already know the answer to our next question based off of our conversation so far. But what would you say, besides downloads, what do you use as uh, your personal metrics for success? Mm. Feedback, you know, Mm, uh, when when somebody 
has a has a moment that they want to share, whether it be um, finding peace and like they're going through fertility problems and they pour their heart about that. And they're like, I'm okay with however I become a mom now, you know, because you said it's okay. <laughs> what <laughs> it looks like. Or, you know, when, when a man finds love and I think it's, it's special for me when it's a man who finds love mm-hmm. and attributes me to helping him do that because I think it's just this extra effort that a man has to put forth. But when they text me photos and they let me know of these, you know, um, you know, whatever milestones that they're experiencing, right? So like maybe they got to meet his family or her family or whatever, you know, and they send me a photo or, you know, maybe they moved in and now I get a picture of them in their new apartment or whatever. Like those (laughs) type of things are huge to me because I know that I'm making an impact. Um, I I think downloads are, are great in a sense that it helps you spread your message, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, the more downloads I have, the more people hearing my message. But I try not to get too caught up in that because there's so much out of our control there, right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, we all get peppered all day long by people who want to promote our podcast. I'm like, uh, no, I don't, I don't need this. But I think um, it's uber flattering as well when somebody uh, tags you on social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, or gives you attribution for for something in their life. I think that's great. And I think too, just the beauty of being able to share other people's messages. So when people start asking to be a guest on your show, that mm-hmm. to me is a really nice, you know, um, gift. It feels yeah. like, okay, you know? Yeah. 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 They want That's to work awesome. with you. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're about to wrap this up, but before we do, do you have any one big piece of advice you would like to give a new podcaster? Yeah. Just do it. Just, just, you know, get rid of all the, you know, self-doubt, let go of your insecurities. Um, Don't let imposter syndrome stop you. If you have something that's pulling or tugging on your heart that you feel compelled to share, do it because somebody needs to hear that message and it can be messy in the beginning. I think we probably have all listened to our first episode and had a good laugh. I mean, and (laughs) and that's what it's about, right? Like you see your growth, you see your growth and don't get too caught up in it and don't let things like I already admitted, I am terrible with tech. That's why you guys exist because you guys aren't terrible with tech and you can help, you know what I mean? You can help someone do it. So, you know, there's really no excuse. If you have Mm -hmm. something that's tugging on your heart, you're passionate, use your voice and just quit making excuses and and do it. I mean, I think, um, you know, Tiffany and I were in Kathy Heller's class and when I saw that Kathy Heller recorded her intro into her cell phone, not on any sort of fancy, you know, um, software, <laughs> you know, the, it, the sound quality isn't great. She has 25 million downloads and she is recording her intro right into her cell phone. So we don't have an excuse, you know, do it. Yes. Get yep. your message out there and, and don't give up. Don't give up either, you know, even if you only have a few downloads. Another thing she said that I'm sure this resonated with you, Tiffany, was that... Even if you have 15 people listening, 
Pretend there's 15 cars in your driveway. Yeah. That's huge. Your neighbors yeah. would be like, what is she doing over right. there? Right? Party. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the cops would be called for sure. <laughs> yeah. But just keep going because that yeah. 15 will, you know, multiply and it doesn't matter. Those 15 will be loyal and uh, you'll build your community from there. So that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron, it's it. been such a pleasure. Aww. I Aaron and I met through podcasting. Aaron mm-hmm. actually was the one that reached out to me and it gave me that little twinge of what? Somebody's reaching out to me? What? <laughs> and um it it ended up being just blossoming into a beautiful mm. friendship and I take so much inspiration from you and I've learned so much from you and Aww. um you reaching out to me was just a huge giant gift and I am so glad you had the audacity <laughs> to reach out and and one of the biggest things I'm learning from you, Erin, is how to reach out to people. Like mm. that was a huge inspiration for me because you reaching out to me taught mm. me, oh, I can reach out to other people. Wow. And um, that was a big mindset block of mine that you helped me overcome. So knowing you oh. is an absolute pleasure. And um, we're so glad that you came on the podcast and I know you're going to be inspiring to people that listen. So thank you. You're 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 helping in ways that you don't know. (laughs) You guys, now I'm going to cry again. (laughs) No, I mean, it's an absolute pleasure. And um, Tiffany, I was inspired by you even before I reached out. And, you know, you just have this innate ability and this confidence that just exudes and your energy is so electric and I'm happy to be in your inner circle. And David is a bonus, so. Oh my <laughs> He's the sexy He's sound guy bonus. bonus. <laughs> sure oh my God. Yes. No, I'm, I'm going to have cut. to add pretty music behind this part because this has been so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We are going, in the show notes, we are going to post how you can reach Erin. She has a really fun Instagram page. So you have to reach out to her there. We'll post how you can listen to her podcast. It is a fantastic podcast. You will enjoy it. Sometimes you will cry. A lot of times you will laugh. You'll definitely learn things. So you should definitely find Erin. So look in the show notes, please, to find how to reach Erin. Thank you so much, Erin. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Erin. Thanks, guys. So David, this was such a fun episode with Erin Ramsey. I just love talking to her every single time. She's such an expert. She's already on her third season. And I just feel like I learned so much from her every time. What was your biggest takeaway? I liked when she was talking about uh, her biggest mindset challenge being the fact that it was her own voice. Like Mm -hmm. the first thing that she came up with was the fact that it was her own voice. To me, that's a huge barrier for a lot of people, even myself. It took me a long time to get used to hearing my voice other than how I'm typically used to hearing it, Mm -hmm. right? Go ahead and grab your microphone and stick it behind your head and talk for a little while while you're recording and then play that back and it's going to sound a lot closer to what it is that you typically are used to hearing yourself sound like. And the reason for that is because our mouth is in front of our ears. So we're used to hearing the back of our sound. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it took her some time to get used to that and kind of adjust to the difference in her sound when it's recorded versus when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And I like along with that one, how she said, you know, she just had to get over her own ego and realize that if she's helping somebody else with her voice and her story, then then the doing good just trumps all the other insecurities. And so sure. she just keeps going. 
Yeah. Totally agree. And how about you? What, what was something that she said that you liked? Well, it's going to be no surprise to you that I really love what she said about authentically connecting to her audience. Because, you know, yeah. for you and I, this is such a big area of passion. Absolutely. Um, she talks a lot on her podcast about really vulnerable topics that some other people may think are taboo or uncomfortable or even forbidden. Mm -hmm. And when her audience reaches out to her and pours out their hearts and says, thank you for talking about this, she used the term that she takes great responsibility with people mm -hmm. when they reach out to her. Um, and I think I thought that that was such a aha moment for me of we really do have responsibility for our listeners, especially when we're talking on our podcast about really vulnerable topics, yeah. that it is a great responsibility to answer them back and treat them with respect and treat them with honor and validate them and let them know that we see them. So I, I really love that she does this. I think she is a master at creating a community. So I just, I love this answer so much. Yeah, it really resonates for sure as far as how we feel about our community and, and the things we're doing. That's great that you point that out as far as taking the great responsibility. Mm -hmm. To me, that's something that most of us, I don't think, think about. That uh, there is a little bit of responsibility that we have when we're putting ourselves out there like that. And, and when people reach out to us, we need to respond accordingly. So it was good to hear. I'm, I like that for sure. It's like Spider-Man's uncle said, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> right. And we are powerful <laughs> as podcasters. All powerful. <laughs> All right, David, did you have any other takeaways? Uh, I, I liked her metrics for success. Mm. The first thing she said was feedback, which goes right back to us connecting with your audience. Mm -hmm. And feedback for sure is very, very important. It lets you know as somebody speaking to a microphone that has no response um, when you're first you know, putting it out there, to have people respond to you in, in the form of feedback shows you that you are reaching people. Mm -hmm. Very much. I also liked when she said that people reach out to you to ask to be a guest on your show. That that's, <laughs> right? a, that's definitely a personal metric for success. And like I said, Aaron reached out to me and said, hey, I'd like you to be on my show. Can I be on your show? And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Because I was kind <laughs> of early. Of <laughs> yeah, I was early in my podcasting days. And it just felt so good. It really did feel good. And yeah. um, that is, I hadn't thought about that before as being a personal metric for success. But it is. And I, I love that she mentioned that. Yeah. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We'd love to hear what your takeaways were. Did you have any different takeaways than we had? Or would you like to expand on our takeaways? Please make sure you reach out to Erin. Um, check out the show notes. We put a lot of great links in there for different episodes and things that you can listen to. So scroll on down, check out those show notes. And we really look forward to hearing from you. We'd love your feedback. Please. <laughs> Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. And please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, only if you really like the show. <laughs> <laughs> and come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful. 
and needs to be heard. And we would love to help you tell it.